Welcome to a very special edition of Buckets and Beyond. I'm your host, Ben Seibel. This is Andrew, a.k.a. The Goon Bennett. And we're super, super pun intended, excited to uh, break down the Snyder Cut after much... Um, well, I guess I was more hyped going into it after, after a lot of... Uh, it's been a long four hours, people. A lot, a lot. It's been a long. It's been a long three or four years, and a long four hours. But we're here. We we got here. Yeah. So we got for for brief overview of those who don't know, uh, the Snyder Cut is um, something that was whispered through the interwebs um, after um, Zack Snyder had to leave uh, the original Justice League movie, and it got taken over by Joss Whedon. And ever since um, fans started talking about it, and Zach started to tweet about it, and then the other stars on the movie started to tweet about it. And the next thing you know, HBO Max wanted to give Zach the chance to, you know, make his version of the movie. And uh, I honestly was shocked initially that they did that um, because it definitely seemed like a mob mentality to to get to get that to happen. And um, Give the people what they want, give, you know? Give the people what they want. Democratize um, the production of movies. Just anything <laughs> the internet wants, let's go for it. Give us Angry Birds 3. Let's go. Come on. <laughs> give us the Snyder Cut of Angry Birds 3. We need it. The world needs it. It's what the world needs right now. So, just look at, going into it, I'm the more DC fanboy than Andrew in general. I, as evidenced by the hat. As evidenced by the hat. It's actually, this is a gift from my mom. Thank you, mom. Appreciate it. Um, I, I love the comics. I love the comics for DC more than I do Marvel. I feel like Marvel, I just kind of stick to uh, mostly Spider-Man or uh, maybe the Avengers. But I just find, you know, the, to me, the best characters are, you know, Batman-related characters. Where it's, you know, uh, Nightwing, Nightwing, Robin, the Teen Titans, a whole Justice League. I feel like I gravitate more towards DC. But in the movies, the Marvel has just been knocking out of the park. So, at, so in my mind, DC has this chance to kind of go in a different direction after, you know, that's, you know, not necessarily Zack Snyder style of movie. And I was kind of uh, skeptical because they're really leaning into it. They're really, really leaning into it. Um, with this, with this uh, huge Snyder cut movie. So, what did you, what were you thinking going into it? As far as like going in, oh, going into like, well, I mean, I I, I wish I had my tweets queued up because because <laughs> uh, I have long been a, a a I've long been a critic of the DC extended universe <laughs> and more specifically of Zack Snyder. I think it is. I think it's really like quite laughable that he continuously like gets these opportunities to helm these huge like big budget sci-fi romps, um, sci-fi or superhero romps. When like, I mean, I guess the formula works. I guess the movies make money, so like might as well. But he he hasn't made. I mean. I guess, like, 300 was, like, a visually stunning movie. It blew people's minds when I was in, like, ninth grade. Um, it was really cool for, like, high school Andrew. 
um, and like high school boys like me. Um, but I just, I, I, the allure is not there, was not, was never really there. And I, I've never really felt like, I mean, we've seen this throughout history of like, of, of movies get released and it, it usually happens when they're wildly panned. Like they are, con- like the consensus is this was a garbage movie. And occasionally, like, something, rumors bubble up of, like, the studio got involved, the studio intervened, like, they made these changes, and there's a director's cut out there. Every, I mean, so many sci-fi and superhero movies. Uh, the big one that comes to mind is is Blade Runner, which was, which was this, like, cult classic sci-fi movie that was originally kind of panned and kind of ignored, didn't have a lot of critical success, um... But has since grown into like this is a staple and like a foundation of like modern science fiction cinema, and that has multiple. There's an extended cut. There's a director's cut. There's the original cut. There's the theatrical cut. And it's like which one is the real movie? You know, which one is the real story? And I I rarely think that like going back and being like okay no 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 we need to like splice we need to splice something together to make the real movie that we wanted to make. I initially going into it, I rarely am. That never seems like a good idea, a good option for, it doesn't seem like a recipe for success, I guess. It's kind of like, um, it's kind of like when you hear about movies where like the original director got fired or the original like producers left and then it was in development. hell. like you hear all these, all of this, like, uh, hullabaloo and kind of upheaval about like who's in charge, like what what the creative decisions are. Those don't like inspire confidence. Um, so initially, like I was like, okay, great, we're gonna give Zack Snyder seventy million more more dollars to like remake Justice League, a movie which I already felt wasn't very good. Um, and so so my my bar was very very low. Um, coming into this, uh, my, my expectations for most Zack Snyder movies have been set very low. And I, and and I'll, and I'll say this, I was a big fan and a big, I'm a big defender of like Man of Steel. I think that's one of the like better, if not one of the best installments within the short lived kind of DC, you know, cinematic universe. Mm -hmm. Um, but I just don't, yeah, that 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 was kind of that's kind of been my perspective and my my angle on this since 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 Justice League was released in 2017 and or was it 2017? Yeah, okay. 2017 and since there's been all the all the you know chatter and rumors and tweets about oh my god the Snyder cut we're gonna get the Snyder cut and it and it it almost has like this like feels like this talisman on the internet of like. If we could only get the Snyder cut, like it, it would somehow like solve so many problems. Like it would, it would fix and like it would undo all the all the wrongs within like Justice League or within DC. And uh, it's all it's always felt silly to me in that regard. I don't, I don't know. I don't know if any of that makes sense. But uh, yeah, I, I think the the one main reason I had a little bit more hope for it, and this is like a different situation, but. Uh, Batman vs. Superman, which was also directed by Zack Snyder, had a Ultimate Edition that I got on Blu-ray. And when I watched that, the three-hour version of that movie, 
like there was a lot of plots that were better developed and it was the characters were more established and you're like, oh, I get why that person said that at that time. Mm-hmm. There was a lot more consistency throughout the whole thing. Um, but to to go back and reshoot with actors and, and oh, you know, that's a whole nother undertaking. This is, you know, that was just basically all of this was on the cutting room floor. Let's just, mm-hmm. just put it there. Uh, so just to, to... Yeah, I guess this for this project for this for the actual Snyder Cut, like they reshot stuff like they, they re- added in they reshot and a lot of it's uh you could definitely tell there's a lot of st- special effects that they they tweaked also um so we finally saw it today after much um uh i was legit i was, I was a little bit maybe too worried about this but <laughs> why are you so worried you're so you're so hopeful but also worried. i'm like hopeful but um i'd like i I, I like a lot of these characters. I like a lot of these actors. And if, you know, if the universe around them isn't succeeding, they like, they might not get a chance, you know? Yeah. Uh, yeah so that's yeah. kind of part of it's that um, definitely. Uh, well, uh, l- let's just kind of get into it, what we liked and what we didn't like. So okay. What, as far as what you like, because he's the, he's the he's more more uh, Mr. Devil's advocate. He's more more critical. So I think you should hear hear what he, what he liked. I just want to hear it. Just really. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I mean. Yeah. I'll come right out and say it. It is an improvement. I I haven't seen I haven't seen the original Justice League. I, I think I've only seen it once. Actually, I saw it once in theaters, and I'm pretty sure I was like, no, that was enough. Oh, that was. <laughs> I, I I got the point. I, I saw got it recently just to kind of get a refresher on what was in the movie, what wasn't. Yeah. Um. But I. But yeah. So I think it's been it's been almost it's been three and a half years since I actually saw the original. Um. But it felt it felt better. It felt similar mm-hmm. to what you said about Batman vs Superman. Like it felt like a more cohesive story. Um. I think it just showed like how important it is to give these characters enough screen time and enough backstory to build up like some, and, and I'll say this, it probably helps that like I have, I've, so, I've seen Aquaman since this, since this movie came out, just Aquaman didn't come out before justice league. Mm-hmm. So we have that background on him now. Like we, like we've spent an entire movie with, with Aquaman. We get about like the first hour hour and a half, almost two hours is almost entirely backstory for these characters, especially for Cyborg and, and, and Flash, Barry Allen and, and Victor Stone, um, as well as like kind of backstory setting up the big bad and the MacGuffins and these are the mother boxes, which still cracks me up any time any character says, we have to get the mother boxes, well, the, box um, the cubes, oh, um, as MacGuffins go, they're 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 hilarious to me. Um, but but it does it does when you finally get to that final act, you know, I I cared a lot more when we get to like the climactic moments, and you know, it looks like you know, oh my gosh, it looks like Cyborg's gonna die, or oh my gosh, it looks like it looks like they're gonna fail because we've had a little bit more time to to sit with them. And to understand like their motivations, you even get a little bit of extra motivation and kind of to understand Steppenwolf, the the mini bad or kind of the big bad of this movie, um, 
Dark Side's lieutenant, you kind of get a, you, which I don't re recall that being in the original Justice League, where you kind of learn that he's like a disgraced member of Dark Side's court and is essentially is doing this as like, look, I'm going to nuke Earth, I'm going to conquer this planet, I'm going to destroy it to to like curry favor with my um, with my like dark emperor across the galaxy. Um, so yeah, I, I liked it. All, I, I liked all those those additions. Um, and just, just giving time to set the stage because when we got to Justice League, we had had Man of Steel, Batman versus Superman and Wonder Woman. And that was it. And then we hit Justice League. Right. So we had only had three movies where like, and the mirror of that, we always have to compare this to Marvel, how Marvel does things. I mean, you brought you mentioned Marvel yourself. I mean, the comparison, but like, I compare it all the time to like you have a microwave and you have a slow cooker. And Marvel, the MCU decided we're going to put all these ingredients in a slow cooker, and we're going to build for how many is it? Eighteen feature length movies before we get to quote unquote Endgame. Mm -hmm. Whereas in this, like, we're it's like one, two, three, let's go. We're like we're already at kind of big bad not necessarily full in game moment um as far as like the movie yes yes the movie so i mean i think definite improvement on the original cut of justice league um uh i like the addition of martian manhunter although he doesn't really have a whole lot to do here in the movie it's oh yeah it's super spoiler like yeah. this is all going to be spoiled apologies Spo yeah um, we'll throw in a we'll we'll, we'll edit this. We'll throw in a spoiler alert at the top of Maybe. the episode. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, so we added Martian Manhunter. That was that was interesting. Uh, he, he definitely seemed a little underused but just because of how powerful he is. We'd love to see him throw down with uh, um, the whole league. Um, I think one thing that I liked a lot was just getting to know like Victor Stone better mm -hmm. and just seeing his like highlight reel was just so cool. I think uh, spent a lot more time with him, a lot more time with his dad. Yeah, I remember. Like, and I, I'm, I'm relying on you here. In this cut of the movie, his dad sacrifices himself to like show them where the bad guy's base is, essentially. Right. Yeah. That is not in the original cut. The original, like, his dad lives through the whole thing. At the, the last scene, is his dad like basically turning his uh, crinkled up aluminum foil armor for Cyborg into like a comic book version, which is more smooth and like, okay. you know, sh you know, shimmery and, and mm -hmm. just like, um, more sleek. Don't give me, so I, I think that would have made Cyborg that much cooler if his armor was accurate, but that's, that's the topic for the time. That's another, that's another thing <clears throat> we, we don't have to touch on it here necessarily, but there's this kind of like, you're you're the comic book expert here, but I think with Zack Snyder's movies, like there's a certain level of like people a lot of times like to claim is like oh Zack Snyder's like it's super comic book accurate, and I don't think that's ever necessarily really been the case. And of course we're not, I'm not someone who is going to require that of like of superhero movies. Like there there's it's a it's a movie it's different than the comic books. Like you are allowed artistic kind of license, but. I think, like, with, with more, like, there are a lot of shots. Like, if you take a screenshot of a scene in a movie, 
that could be like a almost direct reflection of that comic book panel. Mm-hmm. There are times that Zach does that really well, um, just to really like reflect that. But I think overall in the story he's telling, sometimes he'll he'll drift off a little bit or he'll uh, do stuff that you know make you scratch your head. Like no one was asking for that particular like version of Cyborg what he looks like. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, um, but I think. Um, I think the bright spots of the the new version is definitely getting to know Victor Stone better. Um, and they really establish that he's the heart of the movie. Like he's like kind of like the the, the soul of uh, the engine that makes the Justice League go because they yeah. realize how much he's yeah. gone through. Yeah, well, sacrifice. He, yeah, he ends up kind of being like you know he essentially kind of ends up being the Iron Man of this movie for literally and figuratively. Not to compare again everything to Avengers, but like <laughs> is like. I'm going to he he's he's going to risk the most potentially. He he is both like potentially lost the most and is going to risk the most in this movie. Yeah. Spoiler alert. Um, yeah, and I, I think um, I think that they, they do really well with that, and I think you get to know uh, Barry Allen a little bit better. You and how uh, you know it, it, his powers are are really. Like just, per- I think they, the the special effects do a really good job of making him look even cooler in this version. Um, and there are a couple scenes that they add on in like the final act where you're just like, I I think it's one of the better action sequences in in, in superhero movies just because of the way they kind of you know built built it together with all the moving parts. And um, I yeah, I don't want to I, I guess anyway. I think that whole the whole scene of what, what Flash kind of starts, and then by the time it's over with, you know, Diana swinging her sword and you know Aquaman stabbing, like there there's like a, a sequence where it's just so many cool things happen one after another. It's just like everybody oh, everybody gets moment. There isn't. I would say there isn't like. A, and I'm sorry, I'm going to compare a lot of things to, to other superhero movies here. There isn't, like, a Hawkeye in this group. <laughs> like, they all, it's like, no, 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 like, they, I mean, there are some, I guess, kind of, like, Batman is kind of the Hawkeye of this group. Oh, yeah. Like, he kind of, like, he's, Batman is he's super like badass. A football, he's almost like a football field the way I feel like with all this stuff. Yeah, yeah. It's like, it's like, it's like okay... Yeah, Aquaman and Wonder Woman, like, you guys are deities or, like, half-gods. Like, you guys deal with Steppenwolf. Uh, Batman's going to be over here, like, swinging from a rope, like, shooting. I'll like, be in the, my bat plane. He's going to be shooting the minions. Um, <laughs> yeah. Which, that that remains the same, I think, from, like, the original cut to this cool. Snyder cut. Of, like, Batman kind of takes a step back. <laughs> I did appreciate, this is kind of an omission, or, like, I did appreciate some things that they got rid of. One in particular is I distinctly remember a scene in the original cut where you kind of get a moment where, like, Batman is Ben Affleck, which, like, also a positive of this is I feel like you get a little bit more of Ben Affleck Batman, which I think we all kind of consider to be, like, a pretty darn good Batman, like a pretty darn good Bruce Wayne. Like, he fills out the Batsuit well. But there's a scene in the first one where he's, like, he like, I think he gets he gets his ass kicked by Superman in the first cut. He does again in this one, and he's like struggling to like take off his suit, or he's you know got all these bruises and you know the the typical like post battle. And I think Diana comes in and helps him out. And it's this whole scene that's supposed to like point out how like 
extremely human Batman and Bruce is, but it just it just seems hilarious because it's like he's pulling off his like athletic gear or like his his hockey pads or whatever, <laughs> and it just and it luckily that is not in the Snyder cut that fell on the cutting room floor and we just you know uh, we don't have to see Batman try and like get out of his elastic suit. Um, so that was a positive. Um, positive. Were there were there any other positive additions oh, or subtractions that you can that you can think of? I guess I didn't think. Um, I, I think those are the main ones. I think that another big one. Obviously, I'm I'm a big Henry Cavill fan. I think like I really one of the biggest things that I irritated me about the original, which is not really Zack Snyder's fault necessarily, but uh, apparently. Henry Cavill had to act with a super thick stash from his Mission Impossible yeah. movie. The mustache is gone. The, the ghost stash is gone. And it was just like, I could really enjoy his performance as Superman without like fixating on how like this, you know, super, uh, you know, it, it was just distracting because you could tell it wasn't his mouth. And, and it, when you're trying to deliver like powerful lines and you've got this weird like, you know, uh, and almost computer animated mouth is just, just hard to you know? Yeah. So that I think was one of the biggest things. And seeing him in the black suit was so cool. Um, that's just one of the one of the most like BA suits that Superman ever like probably the best one that he's got. Um, so just mm-hmm. to see him uh, really like you know just go go off in that suit was just so cool. And um, I think it was the main positives i think kind of like you know you know that we kind of hit on um now i'm just gonna tee you up don't take up too much time no 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 no, no, no. i want, I want you, you i want you to go first <laughs> i want you to go first you're the positive one here uh, we know we know that i am i'm always gonna have something to say that is negative about about dc movies but especially a Zack snyder movie i want to hear i want to hear what are your like critiques what are your areas we've heard about the the tinfoil the shrink wrap uh Tinfoil crinkle cut uh, cyborg suit uh, that you're not oh, yeah. a huge fan of. That's an aesthetic thing, but uh, what I did not like, um, we got we almost immediately caught on to this when we were watching this movie. The amount of slow mo that was in this movie, and like just so much. Slow mo. When you go into a movie and you already know it's four hours, that slow mo seems a lot slower. And I'm not talking about slow mo in an action scene right out of the gate. No, I'm talking about like slow mo rain dropping on the sidewalk. Someone slow mo walking, walking down the street. Someone threw. I think I want to double check this, but I think like the new somebody threw like a stack of newspaper. And normally, when that happens in a superhero movie, it's like the headline is about the superhero. But I think it like was talking about a bank being bought or something. I don't know. Wh- whatever. Uh, not to over-critique it, but I was just like, okay, I waited all of that time for that slow-motion montage. And at the end, the headline is like, bank gets, you know, bought or whatever. Yeah. I get, like, that's probably... Bank, bank spends money. <laughs> That might be the one that uh, Bruce Wayne bought to get uh, his, uh, his house, yeah, uh, uh, Martha Kent's Martha house, back. house back. Yeah, that might be what that is. Maybe but even then, the that's yeah. not a front page story. I, but any, whatever. Yeah, that's too much. 
Um, I think uh, I think that was probably one of the biggest things um, because the action scenes were amazing and they did a really good job of like you know using the slow motion in the right way, especially with uh, you know the that one scene I was talking about earlier where all the uh, justly kind of gets in on Steppenwolf. Um, uh, that's the main, that, that was the main one, I think. Um, there's just, uh, I'm sure I'll probably get inspired if I start listening to you. There's, there's the, I, I don't know. Well, you stole, you stole probably my biggest one or my first one right out the gate, which is, is definitely, and Zack Snyder, we all know, loves his slow-mo, like, raindrops falling <laughs> everywhere. I wish I had kept track. I wish I had kept track of the number of individual times where we had gotten like a slow-mo cut or slow-mo clip of like you know uh victor stone like running down the football field and like shredding off tackles and lois lane walking down the street i like the victor stone fine fine but there comes a point where like you have seen so much slow motion over the course of the movie that at a certain point you're like can we just like here's an example like well, no, I'm not gonna I'm gonna make not gonna make that comparison because I know you get see <laughs> when I make like imagine some of the action sequences in like uh, Captain America Winter Soldier where they're like going at it. Do you think those action sequences would be improved if they were in slow motion? Um, not some some of them are just like like they're more like where two people are literally like. Uh, combat fighting versus exactly like, a lot of people and like a lot of these scenes are just straight CGI like swinging your trident or swinging like your sword yeah but I I I feel like I feel like using slow motion is so often is like a crutch of like we really want to show that this is badass how can we do that and the e I feel like the easy out is well let's put it in slow motion. Um, similar to similar, it's, it's similar from Zack Snyder's yeah, it's like it's slow mo. That that's it. I that's got it. it. And then everyone's everyone cheers. What are we doing? Um, and it, even again to compare it, like say even with like the Flash, his moments of like slow motion, it's it, it's it's cool. Like some of the things that he does, and some of the, he gets some opportunities to shine in this movie that you didn't really get in the first edition, but. Compare that to say like Quicksilver's moment. Like those are the like those are our biggest examples of like fast moving super speed characters using their super speed. And Flash's super speed, he's moving super fast, but he also looks like he's moving super slow. And you know, and we as we were watching, we kind of made fun of his like running style or his running form, where he's just throwing his arms at it. He looks like he looks kind of like a speed skater almost as he's just like move, move. Compare that though to to like some of the X-Men movies where you see Quicksilver where he is moving at normal speed. Like he is moving through the environment at normal speed. Everything else is frozen. Mm-hmm. So you get some like so it, it, they're very different kind of representations of like similar things happening. But I feel like the Quicksilver one, you don't you don't get this like overwrought, drawn out like every second just has to like everybody's frozen and he's kind of moving slowly. That makes it confusing. But, like, is he 
Yeah, it's, it's like, it's, it's like, different. so how fast is he? Or like, why is he moving slow while he's like moving super fast? Anyways, so that's enough, enough talk about slow-mo. Um, okay, slow-mo. Yeah, that's, um, oh, I, I think okay. I can get nitpicky about some of the writing in this movie. There are some moments that like, it just, it it's a little like overwrought and just like the, the lines that they say are just, a, it's, I mean, it's a superhero movie, so, like, it's supposed to be cheesy. Um, I, I'm going to go out on a limb and say I hated the alternate alternate timeline, the, the nightmare timeline, the, the darkest timeline. You, we do get a little bit of, a, actually, an extended portion, not an extended, we get, like, a full scene, uh, which was featured somewhat heavily in, in one of the trailers that teases the return of Jared Leto Joker uh, can confirm Jared Leto's Joker remains the worst Joker. Uh, does not surpass. Uh, I think his, his laugh is really, really bad. His laugh is extremely bad. Everything that he it's says. Like, everything that he says is. His stuff he says, I think, is, is like, like. It's bad. It's like, I, bad. I, would, I would suggest, like. I was just skipping over that entire scene because one, it's like up until that point, the movie has been fairly clear about like what it is and the story it's telling. And then it kind of throws in this wrench of like, Oh, actually, but wait, is this, is this the real timeline? Did they actually win? And, and I understand it's teasing additional movies but we're, I don't know if that's what it is. Honestly, I think like Zack Snyder probably realized he probably wouldn't get another chance to do this, so he's like, so "I'm a get, I'm getting this nightmare scene in. Oh, I'm getting it in. I'm, I'm using fifty million of my budget to get this. <laughs> I promise." Also, and the, here's the other thing: the scene doesn't look that good. It doesn't look very good. Like half of it is out of focus. Half of it is directly into the sun. There's, like, moments where there's... I mean, J.J. Abrams would be very proud. There's lens flare everywhere, so you see all this glare, and it's, like... And it's trying to be so serious and so, like, oh, my gosh, everyone's dead. Like, you know, bat, like, Robin has died. Superman has gone bad. Aquaman's dead. Like, oh, God, like, this is the darkest timeline. Oh, and, like, Joker has some, like, creepy things to say. Blah, 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 blah. But like visually, it doesn't look good. It doesn't. It doesn't make sense within the story. I think the I think the one main t- like thing that ties it together is in the scene you have Flash and he's in this like weird protective armor that you realize is a callback to Batman vs Superman, where he ran from the future yes, to yes. tell, hey, like save save her, Lois or, or Lois is the key. Lois, is, well, I don't know if you said Lois or not. Probably, but um, he said, "Yeah, I mean, because they because they reference that yeah. and it says Lois is the key." I I think that part I that was the main saving grace of that scene. I think was just to see you like you do get some like extra <clears throat> little like nuggets that are nice so, to see. And again, like this is partly because I'm I I care a lot more about like Robin and Nightwing. Than I do, uh, like he's those are my two favorite characters, and just 
when I saw when I first saw you know uh, Ben Affleck in the Batcave, looking at this you know uh, Robin suit that had been like you know t- tagged yeah. tagged by Joker, I'm thinking like I'm like I'm this close to seeing like a, at least a flashback or like some sort of Robin in live action that's Robin not does, Robin does not make an appearance that doesn't have you know nips like Chris <laughs> O'Donnell did. Okay, I'm like. Cannot like barely can contain my excitement, and I feel like because of the way that this whole um, Zack Snyder version of Batman has gone, like I won't see that from this, you know, this particular. I won't see that, and that might may, may be a good thing based on how some of this stuff has gone down. Um, but like I like the conversation they were having about Rob. For me, that was kind of cool, even though, like, yeah, it's. Yeah, it's kind of like it's it's again it's one of these problem one of the problems with like these movies where it's like it's cool maybe to see but it makes no sense within the story that we're currently having. I feel like there were a lot of moments like that in Batman versus Superman and BVS where like I get that we're too similar to at the end, is it isn't a? It's not even a, a credit scene. It's like the it's end of the movie. Epilogue. Technically, epilogue. Yes, which is another way of saying this is a post credit scene or this is post post actual movie. Uh, I felt similarly about like the the Deathstroke scene, where like you you find out that spoiler alert, Lex <laughs> Luthor has escaped prison and he's now hiring or conscripting Deathstroke to kill Batman. Um, it felt like, okay, I, I guess, sure, this isn't really, we're not in the movie anymore, but it's just, like, added stuff. Yeah, and, and I think, like... It's not necessary to tell, like, the Justice League story. That, so that whole little clip of uh, Lex Luthor escaping, going to his yacht, and then call, you know, him and Deathstroke having a talk, that was a post credit scene for Batman vs. Superman, and what was... Uh, I want to say Batman. Yeah, well, it was true. Was it because I, there was a post-credit scene for Batman vs Superman where Lex gets put in jail? Yeah. No, I, I think. And it, this is him escaping. Yeah. Prison. Anyway, the point is, originally, that was supposed to set up like the uh, the either the Injustice League of America, where Lex gets all of the best you know DC villains to team up to take on the Justice League. Honestly. I feel like, I mean, this may go on to later in the conversation. I think we're having a different conversation where DC is, you know, with quality of film. If they start off with that, if they start off with like, hey, maybe like, you know, introduce these heroes and see their villains. And then you bring all the villains together because DC has honestly way better villains in general than Marvel. And I think they this this movie is an example of like oh we saw the avengers like take on a big bad with a bunch of like alien army people let's do that but with cubes like you know that that's essentially what it is i wasn't the There's one beam that was, up in the sky and like it's gonna destroy I didn't the planet be the one i had to say yeah. it but like i think you know we, oh there's no there's no doubt that i think the movies and the whole like kind of franchise and the universe and the overall story would have been improved if we just got a few more movies establishing these characters. Like if we got 
essentially, if you gave each of them their own standalone movie, and then you did Justice League, or then maybe the first big villain of Justice League is the Injustice League, and so you deal with kind of these earthly things, I, I think that would have been a far more successful route to take it, where, like, you're kind of dealing with things on Earth, and then stuff from outside Darkseid and Steppenwolf and all these, like, extra planner. And then you can start to bring in Martian Manhunter and Green Lantern as these, like, intergalactic, these, like, universe-type threats. Um, yeah, I think, I think that would have been would have been a, a more positive, I think, direction. Or maybe an easier pull. Yeah. Um, and potentially would have been different different than what we've seen on screen before. Because we've seen the final act, like in this in this movie, the final like battle has some cool moments, has some legitimately like cool moments where you see everybody, you know, kicking ass. But the whole like there's this powerful item, this powerful cube that's gonna like shoot up into the sky and it's going to incinerate the earth. Like that has been done before. Like we've seen, we've seen that done on like numerous occasions. So the idea of them instead facing off against like a whole, like the, the inverse of them, like the opposites of them, like facing off against their best villains, I think, uh, I think would be, would be really interesting. But yeah, I think, uh, in the end, I think the the original version of Justice League was trying to do too much, and this version is kind of like, hey, this is what happens when we have more time to still do a little too much, but it's still... It's four hours long. It's doing too much. It's more it's enjoyable, so it doesn't, you know, you, you don't leave the theater in the same way that you did the first one. I think it's it's still overall higher quality um but you a definite improvement for sure yeah you can't help but feel like you know they they kind of and i mean if zach kind of might have been motivated to cram even more than he was before you know with like um but it, i guess okay uh do you have anything else on what you didn't like before we no no i think that that pretty much covers it uh so leaning into the future of the DC Extended Universe. It doesn't... Look, so right now, the um, I'm just kind of curious on what, what this movie has in effect. Because obviously, Zach has like a legion of, of fans that kind of rallied around him to, to bring this to, uh, to Warner Brothers. I don't understand that. But I, I I'm not going to pretend I was cross. one of them. I'm always... I, I'm kind of like... I'm always down for more content. Like, I'm not going to complain if you give me another movie but honestly uh i just didn't uh, from the beginning i didn't really agree with uh a lot of the creative decisions he's made uh, man of steel was a good movie yes but i think that a character like superman should be not be in such a dark and brooding you know like tone shouldn't be in that kind of tone and it, it really clashed with who the character was and for me i think um, Henry Cavill could do great as like a more Christopher Reeve type, you know, Superman who's, you know, um, honestly, like we didn't get to know Clark Kent very well. Um, and I was kind of looking forward to that in Batman vs. Superman. And then Clark or Kal-El dies in BVS. 
And then in this movie, he comes back. And BBS is, I would argue, BBS is more of like a Batman movie. Like yeah. it's almost like it's it's, it's more like it's more like, like we already introduced you to Superman. Here's Batman. Seventy percent Batman and thirty percent Superman, and then like in the extended cut, they uh, they give Batman, uh, Superman another ten percent, I think. Um, but anyway, I don't know where I was going with that. Um, I, I just didn't agree with a lot of the choices that Zack Snyder made. I think he he is a very epic story storyteller, um, but I think. Um, Almost like just watching like Shazam. Shazam is just like is not the same hero, but I think it's um, portrayed really well by the director to the point where it's an extremely enjoyable movie. I think we can get different, you know, creative directors to really take on these stories and, and really, you know, um, cut. I think they. I guess the the last thing I'll say before I let you say <laughs> is I think DC really just put all their chips into Zack Snyder in the beginning. And I think he kind of sold them on this like epic, you know, brooding, you know, tale of godlike heroes. And uh, that they were trying to zig where Marvel was, uh, you know, happy, fun, you know, enjoyable hero time, um, but still entertaining and, and making lots of money. I think looking back with all that we know now, I think they they probably feel like they would have gone a different direction and maybe had like different directors take on these different characters and then kind of maybe collaborate. I mean, are we, are we talking about like what the future looks like? So what does the, the future DC? look like? I don't know. EU? Um, yeah. I mean, it, I don't, I don't really, I don't particularly care. Like, I don't like, I'm going to be like, that's going to be my honest opinion here. Like I didn't, we, I watched this with Ben because I thought it could be funny and fun, and, and because you know we have a podcast where we talk about this kind of stuff. So it's kind of like this is this is it comes with the territory. This is the yeah. this is the job, so to speak, um, or the job. Like if, if we made any money, um, but like I I didn't I didn't see the most recent Wonder Woman movie. I probably won't. Oh, I actually um, saw it either. Yeah, uh, part of that maybe because of streaming or not streaming or whatever, just like the feeling of like a. Um, so, like, I guess I'll see the Batman when it comes out later this year. I'll probably see the Suicide Squad when it comes out this year. But it's hard to feel like there is a. It doesn't seem like I don't think there's I don't think there's really ever going to be like a cohesive. Like, and maybe there doesn't have to be there. No one, just because Marvel has done this like huge, like kind of like long running television show. Like they've, they have created like all of these are just different characters within one big TV show. And DC is kind of just like, well, maybe like we'll do like, we'll do a Joker movie and we'll do the Wonder Woman movies. And then we'll do like a, a, a bat, the Batman with like Robert Pattinson, a completely different, like a film noir detective movie, or we'll do random other, so, and that's fine too. I, I just don't, I just don't see all of that coming together anytime soon. I don't think we're going to get a new justice league movie anytime soon. I don't think maybe after we get like another standalone Aquaman movie, maybe after we finally get Flash. the, yeah, 
the Flash movie, <laughs> like, well, I'll believe it when I see it. Um, maybe after we, they, they have to recast Superman, I believe. I don't think they have to. I just think, like, what's tough is that as good as Henry Cavill was, I think he's linked to Zack Snyder. So I think to, I think you could technically do a Christopher Reeve type, you know, Superman movie with Cavill, but you know, is that just, is that just in a different also, universe? Do you, also, do you need to get do you need to get Ben Affleck to sign back on, or are you going with a new Batman? It's just like so, like the the way that I kind of see it is now you can tell they're trying to just like I said, trying to have like tell successful stories with you know from different directors and not focus as much on they're more on the multiverse. Uh, hopefully that they can create with like the Batman. They still might have uh, uh, Ben Affleck come back in like you know maybe like cameo roles, but then with this Flash movie, it might lead to another Batman Beyond situation. So like again, like they do really they do pretty well at developing their Batman related stuff. It's really the challenge of like you know developing their properties outside of that. Like uh, they've done a great job with Shazam. Uh, Aquaman and Wonder Woman, um, but I think later down the line, hopefully, real you know, with the next few years, we'll be talking about a, a Static Shock movie, a Blue Beetle movie. And I had a, I had a, I quite literally like this past week, I literally had a dream about a Static Shock movie. <laughs> like I legitimately had a dream where I was like, I felt like I was watching a movie, and I was like, there's these kids in high school, there's these kids in high school, and like, and I can't even remember any of the actors that were involved, but I was like. I'm getting like some superhero movie vibes, <laughs> and then like I see a little bit of like electricity or something. I was like, no, this is a static shock movie. <laughs> like, it's like, like, shock like, movie. It's like this is a static shock movie. Come on, come on! And I was literally, it was a dream where it finally like panned out, and you finally at the end like it pulls like you see the the film title or the title the shock. yeah. Oh man! Did uh, Martian Manhunter? No, 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 yeah, I, yeah. I mean, I just think uh, for in general, Warner Brothers is headed in the right direction. I think this is a good way to close the door on this uh, chapter. Um, Zack Snyder definitely didn't close the door on this chapter, though. This chapter is like the least closed door, though. Yeah, think so. Well, because, I mean, I guess it does close, it closes the chapter, it's like, look, we gave you this movie, like, everybody shut up and let us do other stuff. But in a certain way, it kind of just opens up a whole new can of worms, because it's like, oh man, what about Darkseid? What about Martian Manhunter? What about the Joker? What about the Nightmare, the Nightmare Timeline? What about this? Like, oh my gosh, give us that movie, like, DC. So, like, do you think... If fans were so successful in getting the Snyder Cut release, why not? Why not just like riot in the streets to get to get Snyder Cut Part Two? You know, Dawn of Justice again. Um, Double Dawn. Give us yeah, yeah. Justice League: The Nightmare Scenario, like you know, Part Two. Uh, back to the streets, you know. Justice League Justice Three, too too fast, too furious <laughs> to time travel. Um, Justice League Tokyo Drift. Yeah, so like, what? I mean, why not? It works. Do you do you see this as like? I think a lot of people have 
I've talked about this as kind of like a miraculous, not that this is a miracle, like miraculous is like you're, you're healed from like you're being paralyzed or, you know, miraculous like, is drafting Luka Doncic. Yes. Miraculous is yes. <laughs> drafting, drafting, trading for Luka Doncic. Trading for, and drafting the greatest player of this generation. <laughs> Any place on your team, that is a miracle. Getting a movie made is not a, is not a miracle. But do you do you think that this like is are are fans gonna have kind of the power to demand or kind of like leverage and kind of I mean kind of crowdsource? I'm sure there were some GoFundMe's at certain points of people being like, "We'll put down, we'll we'll pull pool all our money money together if you guys give us the Snyder cut." Um, do you think that is a way forward? for studios to kind of decide maybe what projects they're going to pursue or like what they green light. I would say Zack Snyder's product is, is pretty like divisive in general. Like it's not like it's accepted throughout, you know, it's not uh, like Spielberg. It's not, you know what I'm saying? It's not. Yeah. Yeah. I think, but to tell you, but no, there haven't been. I mean, Spielberg hasn't had a moment where it's like <laughs> this, movie, this movie was terrible. Give us the Spielberg cut. <laughs> Spielberg, um, Spielberg cut doesn't have the same ring to it. I mean, Spielberg, Spielberg, Spielberg just makes good movies the first time. He was the, like, and uh, he doesn't need it. He doesn't need. He, he doesn't need a redo. Here's the McQueen cut. <laughs> yeah, um, I I think like it's. Uh, <laughs> I think studios can do a better job of understanding what the product needs to be in the first place. I think sometimes you can tell they just send something out and like, oh, it's Star Wars. They're going to love it. Like, oh, it's Star Trek. They're going to love Like, you know what I mean? Like, oh, it's associated with this brand, this character. And, you know, they'll, they'll try to make like a, an, uh, a lot of times studios will try to go uh, like against what the character is, maybe just to like, update it or to you know tweak it and and those things can can turn off a fan base so i think like mm-hmm. in general i think uh, studios should do a good job of like you know having having those those burner accounts on the message board and seeing me like hey like they really want this and like hey that actually makes a lot of sense you know i think that makes sense so okay so <laughs> like avoiding the situation altogether you know go back in time and just undo Whoa! undo Spoiler um, <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I mean, maybe it's. Yeah, I don't want to call this like a dangerous precedent that's been set because I think. I mean, it's a movie. It's a movie. Um, <laughs> but I do think it. There are certain within certain fan bases. There's like there is an unhealthy quality or a destructive quality to like the like the like. It's not the real Justice League. The real Justice League is the Snyder Cut, and I'm gonna wait like however long it takes to get the Snyder Cut. Like <laughs> worst movie, worst movie franchise ever. Like there's, um, but I, but I get what you mean in that. I mean, I think studios like like they go to great lengths. There's focus groups. There's market <laughs> analysis. Like there are entire companies built around let us figure out what people want and then we'll sell it to them. Uh, I think Marvel and Disney have been giving people what they want for 15 years now. Uh, and it's worked out pretty good. I don't know what Warner brothers problem is that they can't.